Hey, this is kind of a special intro. My brother and friend from church, Alex Deputy, is interviewed by my pastor, Chick Chikalis, here and just giving perspective on what it is in this time to have our rights and maybe the loss of our rights. And I want to invite you. This is just a little clip from Bible Radio. You can check that out live by going to ccstpaul.org backslash radio and listen live. And there's lots of different shows. This is the Chick Chikellis Hour. I invite you to check it out. Thanks for joining me. Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings. Got to stay the way. Hey, stay with us. Uh, Alex and I are going to talk a little bit, but uh, listen to our conversation, and then we'll, we'll come back to you in a few moments there. But, you know, that's a good segue, brother, that uh, I, I'm encouraging the believers here. Okay, so you, you've got to stay at home. You know, it takes 70 hours, if you're a moderate reader, to read the entire Bible. <laughs> you know, so I would ask you Christians who are sheltered or at home, uh, are you are you under the shadow of the Almighty? Are are you uh, being led by the Holy Ghost now? Now for all that time you prayed. Oh, I just wish I had more time to read the Bible and do all those things. Well, let me ask you: uh, Has your Xbox uh, has increased? You know, we're looking at the figures here, Luden, and um, uh, porn viewing, uh, pornography mm. viewing online and rentals are up uh, over a thousand percent so uh you know uh credit card use here in the united states is up 110 percent so uh people are mortgaging their future because they just think this is a little temporary and if they think the government's going to bail them out uh i'm watching churches take loans to cover themselves, but there is no guarantee that those loans will be forgiven. Uh, it's the president's intent, but the IRS and the small business associations are the ones who are regulating all that, and they can say whatever. Uh, so I'm watching all these things. So are people taking this time? You, you've prayed for, you wish you had more time to read the Bible, you wish you had more time to pray. So I ask you, Christians, are you? I mean, are you? And then for us who have... Uh, are still able to move and, and, and about and get out um, a thing that I question and, and, and you know, after my, after this live broadcast at 9 a.m. Uh, USA Central time, we'll be coming on the current uh, Sunday morning live that I just preached and taught on Sunday. It's the book of James uh, chapter one. And I challenge the believers to, uh, to get out. Do you know your neighbors? And, uh, and so Alex, uh, you're actually an immigrant. You're a United States, United States citizen. Yes, I am. And you came to America from uh, Liberia. Liberia, yes, I did. So they called that a civil war, but I look at history a little different. I think it was just Muslims trying to kill everybody to take over the country. But yes. the rest of America, yes. they said it was a civil war. Right, How right. civil was that? It wasn't very civil. I'll tell you that right now. So let me ask you something. So you basically were on a lockdown. Oh, yeah. In Liberia, you I have a remember. I was so, three years old, and three years I remember old. it. Yep. So let me ask you. So you're on lockdown for quite some time at the yep. starting of the age of three. Yep. And um, people are hungry. Yep. And they couldn't move about, right? So what are some of the things you noticed on this lockdown in your neighborhood or your village or your? So we lived in a pretty middle class neighborhood. Okay. People, I mean, people had cars. Uh, grandma had a massive house and the neighbors were 
pretty big and you know and and everybody had pets everybody had pets don't look and, at me this is radio speaking okay. into the microphone everybody had pets so for three days when when we were in lockdown day three i kind of noticed that there just weren't dogs barking anymore and it hit me i was like why are all these people cooking and everybody's quiet you know it's calm all of the animals, like the dogs, were not barking anymore. And to find out later that the dogs were eaten because people were hungry and they what didn't about have the a, cats. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't cats, like cats. Cats yes. should have gone first. <laughs> yes. Yes, I totally agree. And I participated in possibly eating those too because I was hungry and I didn't know any better then. But those were the things that being in lockdown with our rights taken away because others had guns and we did not well those were the those were the results that it came about well weren't there i mean it wasn't all muslims i mean weren't weren't there christians in liberia there were there were yes what happened to the what happened to the christians and what about did they share their dogs with each other you know, I was three years old. Um, I'm I, possibly, you know, um, I know my neighbor shared shared, you know, with us, and you know, food. So, yeah, yeah, yes. So, yeah, that was just some crazy times, and to see how um, that is happening, and that happened there, um, it's just crazy. Well, I mean, we have a huge supply chain right now. We yes. have grocery stores and those yep. kinds of things. But <clears throat> your country was taken over, and literally, it was martial law, locked yep. down, and people will do people will do things yes. to feed, and and parents will do things yes. to feed their children. Yes, and yes. Uh, <clears throat> so, like I said, and so uh, I know I always talk about how I love being an American, and I love. That I was born in America, God bless me, yes. but uh, I love indoor plumbing. Yes, amen to that. Amen, amen to, to well, that. Why do you say amen to that? Because you didn't you go to a refugee settlement? And- yes, I did. And I and I experienced what it is to not have indoor plumbing. And that is probably my number one love for America. <laughs> it's indoor plumbing. Indoor plumbing, okay. <laughs> Yes, I love so, it. You, you, so you, you, yeah. uh, that that which is some people would take for granted, granted. Yeah. I hold it in high regards, and oh. I appreciate that. Now you got how many kids now? I have seven. You have seven kids yes. now, and so uh, you're able to show your children that you actually don't need rolls of toilet paper to go to the bathroom, <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Right, yes. Right. Your yep. kids, your kids are they soft, understand. Man. Your yep. kids are soft. Yes. You, you look at you. you tell, talk to your kids. Your kids are soft. You guys man. don't know anything. You don't yet. know no, what it's like. This is what I did. They're like, oh, 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 okay. Okay. All yep. right. We, yep. we appreciate we this. We appreciate now. this now. Yeah. And just trying to just instill that into them because yes, because if you do as a father, as a as a leader of my family, I am trying to get them ready and train them because I see what happened in in Liberia is happening here, 
And majority of it was that people did not care about their freedom back in, you know, Africa. People just capitulated to to the government and just allowed them to just do whatever they want. And we just kind of just went, we, um, we just followed. And we didn't question anything, we just did it. Well, I've had the benefit of traveling around the world, and I've been in other countries. I've hidden as a as a believer. I've smuggled Bibles into certain places. I mean, I've I've had that experience. But yes. you actually, you actually were of a people group yep. who I actually was able to have to sneak in as a believer yes. to uh, get stuff to. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what is as as you being a believer now, and. Um, what do you say to the the uh, American church or the culturalized Christianity? If anything, this should kill cultural Christianity. And what do you say about our church? I mean, because, look, I've taken a stand, and I'm pretty sure there'll be people, once the freedoms are restored, probably won't return to Calvary Chapel, yep. St. Paul, because yep. either we're too radical whatever, or we didn't obey the law, or mm-hmm. it looks like I've been sending emails out. You know, and uh, just telling people we're not skirting the law. I mean, we're using it to our advantage right now. But according to God's word, I mean, there'll come one day when this, when, when, when what Luden's going through uh, will be will be coming this way. Now, there's five million people in Minnesota. There's a little bit more in Israel, but uh, you know, the state of Minnesota is half the population almost of Israel right now. But we're talking a whole country. So, um, if anything. Why don't you speak to the cultural Christians? And we're not mad at anybody. Uh, If people don't want to come to church and attend because basically we're doing relief work, I mean, we're coming and and support. We're not skirting the issue. But now what's happening is I'm finding other pastors who early on and other churches, not just within Calvary Chapel, who said, you're crazy. Why are you doing this? And uh, we actually had neighbors around the facility taking pictures of people's license plates Mm -hmm. and reporting them. So not only is the the coronavirus imported from China, now the reporting tactics of what a communist regime does is that there's neighbors now betraying neighbors, and yet we find that in the Bible, don't we? Yes, yes we do. Well, well, speak to us. Well, so my number one uh, encouragement is, is that you need to wake up. And this is coming from someone that that is from a country where um, was taken over, and and also that the freedom we have here is being taken for granted. So I would like to just encourage people right now is that for them to be able to know your rights. The founding fathers, our founding fathers, went through so much and gave up so much for us to have the freedom we we have and with that freedom we have a duty and a responsibility to uphold and we have the advantage as you know believers because the constitution is based on the bible so instead of us just backing up we need to continue to live and to continue to be a light and use the freedom we have to further the gospel, whether it's 
right now relief centers and sharing the gospel with our neighbors, our friends. We need to use this opportunity. And this last week, my my 85 year old you know neighbor, um, I was able to share the gospel with her for a good 30 minutes simply because I have been bringing her food and meeting her needs and being able to to being able to earn that right to be able to share with her so it isn't that we need to be afraid of what's going on because the Lord is in control all right but we need to be wise enough to use the opportunities that we have to further the gospel. And that's what I see right now is that many attacks have have been coming from Christians. Isn't that, the, isn't that amazing? It's it's crazy. The I mean my neighbors are pagans obviously, but they are thankful. That is the last question they even ask me, well, how come you're out and you know this and that? No. They are thankful. It's almost like they expect that out of the church you know and i'm like wow it's um it is amazing to just see how the christians and you know believers have attacked me and attacked my family more about us ministering to my neighbors and friends and go you know going out than the neighbors and people that we have been ministering to. That's been amazing. That's been amazing to me that I've been getting a 50-50 response between people who say they're Christians yep. and, and they, you know, are, well, okay, but uh, every person that I've brought food to, that I've uh, talked to my neighbors, uh, we've uh, next door to the coffee house here, Sojourner's Cafe is an apartment building, we've been feeding people at our agape feast, uh, they're, they're getting help out of the food bank. I mean, these are these are really poor people who uh, they can't wait for the government check to yep. finally come in, yep. and uh, which is amazing here. Uh, our governor says liquor stores can stay open. Uh, the medical marijuana dispensaries can stay open, but cigar shops have to stay closed. Um, you know, dictating what can, you know, what's of service. Now, lawn maintenance and lawn care, our governor has been benevolent and says, well, lawn care and maintenance workers can, uh, uh, for landscaping, can go to work. But yet people can't play golf. Right. Now, I can tell you, uh, when I was physically able, I played golf. We all practice social distancing. Right. It's natural in golf because none of our golf balls landed in the exact same, same place. place. So we were we were always on the weeds, anyways. And so, uh, but but here's the thing that you know we're we're finding. How do you know? How do you know that that you're in a, a free a free country or a, a slave state? And it's real instance because a free state or a free country is the government is there to protect, protect your rights, rights, your freedoms. Yep. In a slave state. The government gives, gives you your right. rights. Yep. And so we don't we don't have to be so now I'm watching our legislature here beg the government for, you know, please allow us to do this, please. And I'm like, no, uh, they're supposed to we elected them, but you know what? Elections do have consequences. Yes, it does. And even though I don't see anyone raising up arms, a little revolution is good now and then. <laughs> 
but this November, we can all those people who are yes. voting to, for us to stay in shelter, wreck our economy, they can be voted out. Yes, yes. But what are they doing in our legislature here in the United States? But here in Minnesota, they're trying to set up situations to we where they can stay them. in power. Yes. In front. Yes. So, yep. uh, you know, politics is the rule is get in power, increase your power, stay in, in power. power. Yes. And it, and it doesn't matter uh, because, you know, there was even those who, quote unquote, are conservatives or libertarian or Republican who voted against rescinding. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Yep. Rescinding I, I the governor's, yep. uh, which is by the, our state legislature, rescinding the governor's executive orders in right. peacetime. Right. And let's remember, folks, uh, in peacetime or, or in wartime, what did America do during war, World War II? Interned 120,000 yep. Japanese descent people in concentration camps and internment camps. And so uh, people do things out, out of fear. Out of fear. And so we've got about five, six minutes left. Um, I, I Again, so... I would encourage you. Yeah. You're, you're, you've come. I mean, here you are proof positive. Yes. You come from another country. You've yep. seen this happen, and here we are. Uh, so we've got a further gospel. So right now we have the laws of the land that says that we can move about and do certain things, and we're using it. Yep. I'm telling everybody the world calls. Uh, I mean, we call ourselves servants, but if we're going to do aid and relief work, we're called volunteers. All right. Yep. Uh, we have a children's ministry, but the world will call that daycare because yep. we got to take care of the kids who the volunteers are coming to do relief work and so if you're going to attend and we have services you can uh on sundays and thursdays but those are our safety briefings and i give encouragement and i give you instruction because the government doesn't dictate on how we give instructions when we train our volunteers <laughs> so that's why and we broadcast it on sundays and thursdays as well but now i have other churches looking at us oh. i've had the paper i've had other pastors who are saying well, you're not supposed to stay open. And what kind of a witness is that and stuff? And I'm like, listen, if you think it's going to stop here, the governor is going to extend this. And what did he do? He extended it. Now, I thought he would wait till closer because he extended it from April 10th to May 4th. I thought as he got closer to May 4th, he would extend it. Yeah. But he already just pulled the trigger. And he's talking. People are not responding to it. I mean, people, people not are respond- not pushing back. People are not pushing back. So he's going a little bit more. And now... From yesterday's hearings, we know that uh, this governor plans to go through July. So now churches who are trying to live stream stuff, how are you physically going to get those who have, and again, I'm not, I might sound upset, but I'm upset because you didn't hear the warning. How are you physically going to minister and give the gospel? And actually, even as Luden uh, uh, mentioned too, uh, in uh, starting in Matthew chapter 23 about the separation of the sheep and the goats. How are you physically going to get food to people if you believe your Christian witness means you stay at home? Well, you know what? In Acts chapter 13, well, in Acts chapter 4, starting in verse 12, it says that there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must, must be, be saved. saved. Not can. Not can yep. Must be saved. And then verse 13 says that uh, the religious elite, those who are in power, they took note that these ordinary, uneducated individuals are like Jesus because they had spent time with Jesus. And then they warned them, okay, uh, we can't put you to death. We can't do this. And we warn you, don't, don't go talking in the name of Jesus anymore. That was the law. Do not go and talk about Jesus and don't go and do what you're doing. And they said in verse 19 of Acts chapter 14 says, well, then you make a decision. 
Is it rather for us to obey man or obey God? Well, right now, Christians, are you ready? Are you ready to obey God? Or do you think your Christian witness is wrapped up on obeying the law? When When man's law says that you can go get an abortion right now, but you can't go to church. Are you going to obey the law when it says that you can go get your alcohol? And now what's the legislature doing? They're voting if alcohol deliveries can be made. They're they're saying, please, governor, we need alcohol. The governor says alcohol stores can stay open, but churches need to shut down. Uh, Can we now they're saying, well, please, if you're going to do this, can we please uh, make alcohol deliveries? And so. These are the issues that we're saying is is that we're begging government. So if these things don't get rescinded, I can tell you this. In November, when when these uh, legislatures are up for it, and listen, the governor's executive orders expire 90 days after he's out of office. So if he keeps these in order, keeps these effective, they only go out after 90 days Mm. After he's out of office, unless the coming governor says, hey, I like all the power here. And that's what we're finding with all these governors across the country. It seems they're having a competition with one another who can be more restrictive. Hmm. And so these are the things. So with all those happening, Christians, are you going to obey God? Or do you believe if you obey man and what man's rule says that goes against God, which are you going to obey? I'm telling you. Alex is here and he can tell you what happened in the library. Yes, yes, I can. You've got to stay the way.